Yes. <laughs> Maya is in rare form this morning. Oh, it's been a long time, Abe. Good has. morning. Good morning, Maya. <laughs> I know I didn't sleep a lot last night, so... Oh, I'm going to take these cans off. I didn't Why sleep. didn't you sleep a lot? I just have insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> She says I have insomnia and then cackles maniacally. Should I be concerned? I think 100% of American people that I know have insomnia. Yeah, I don't sleep. I sleep well, but I take to fall asleep is my challenge. Um, I'm opposite. Staying asleep is my challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, there's going to be a lot of laughing. I know there always is. So how much sleep do you think you got, if you had to guess? It's hard to say. Because I did wake up at 2 o'clock, 4.30, 7 oh something. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's all a blur. And then I had a weird work dream where it's not my actual work. Yeah. But it's like a hellscape nightmare of past work experiences mm-hmm. all blobbed <laughs> into one. Where, like, uh, yeah, where montage I wish of all the horrible work times you've had. Yeah, but kind of like the office was better than any office I'd ever been in. It was very fancy, but I still had the same. What? Then they wouldn't let me work from home, and someone was yelling at me, and I just thought, "What? Why am I doing this again?" And then that's when sometimes I can lucid dream, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a dream." I I'm do just that gonna, too. Yeah, all the time. That didn't happen last night. Yeah, I'm like. Just, all I have to do is wake up. This is just a dream. I did dream the night before that we got a new puppy. Oh. It was very cute. What kind of puppy? A tiny black lab. We still had Harrison. They were just like two little labs trotting through the woods with me. And then someone stopped me and asked me to be the photographer for a photo shoot. Uh And so the dogs just patiently waited. Oh. I know. Dream dogs are good. Well, and the people were talking to me in Spanish. And then when I was telling Tyler about the dream, about the puppy, he said, maybe after Spain we could think about getting a puppy. And I was like, Spain? They were speaking Spanish. It's a sign. There you go. I was know. It, you mean they were speaking Spanish. Were you at the debates or? <laughs> Spanish was the real winner of that Spanish night. Spanish was the real, the real winner. What? Okay, takeaways. Takeaways was that Spanish and Rachel Maddow won. For night one. Yeah. I did watch night two because, as you know, I was indisposed for night two. We yeah. had a lot of activities. The next day, or maybe the day after, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. And I have some moments from there. Did you see when Kamala Harris mm. called out Joe Biden and he looked at her with a a look of shock and also daggers? Yes, yes. And one of the funniest things was I noticed that Joe Biden just used like his toothy like grin as a weapon. <laughs> Like, he would just flash his, like, teeth, and it was, like, it was just, like, it, he had to have practiced this. It yeah. was so funny. Well, he's been practicing it since, like, he yeah. was elected in 1951 or whenever it was that he got in there. He's been in, in yeah. politics forever. And then Mayor Pete did a good job. Mayor Pete did a great job. Mayor Pete did admit that he has failed to <laughs> increase... Uh, African-American police officers, and his answer was, "It's I just failed. I failed to do Good. it. Good. I liked How that How refreshing. Answer. Yeah. Beto, unfortunately, Oof, someone rough. had laced his Wheaties with Benadryl. His Spanish was hilarious, by he the way. He was so, like, talk about low energy. Mm. Maya and I were, like, texting back and forth, like, where is the charisma? 
I thought politicians were supposed to be charismatic. That's not his, you know what? That's not his wheelhouse. You know what his wheelhouse is? Go into a folksy, mm-hmm. like, town hall. Yeah, exactly. And then coming up with, like, magic answers that are very, like, clippable and then just make their way around social media. Yeah. And everybody's like, battles Americans need life friends. Yeah, but no. And he used to be a bad boy. He was a skateboarder. Yeah. That's he true. was a punk, punk rocker. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Joe Biden, I will say, that suit was tailored <laughs> with a razor. I mean, it was just sharp. Mm-hmm. It made his little shoulders look like a hanger. <laughs> it was so well fitted. And yeah. this, I, I, kudos on the color, too. Okay. <laughs> Tell me everything <laughs> how you felt about the author. Oh my god, you know what I just thought yesterday? It was so funny. What's her name again? Marianne something or other. Marianne. Okay, here's how I feel about Marianne. Marianne is like the drunk aunt that gets up at the wedding that no one asks to speak and somehow has a microphone and she starts saying crazy things and it's it's the people who are having the wedding's worst nightmare and your best entertainment. She was bananas. Oh my gosh. Where did she come from? The best was when she was like Okay, Trump. She's Trump wins. I was like, what is happening? She was talking to him. Did you love her love wins speech? Yes, she was talking oh. directly through the camera to him. Yeah, what in the world? <coughs> find, this is bad that I can't even find like any evidence what of her she, on Google. <laughs> what did she write? What book did she write? She is bananas. and Well, they said, oh, so I was watching Seth Meyers after, which by the way... That's his wheelhouse. He did such... It was hilarious. He's like, well, she rose... (laughs) She rose from a... She rose from a lake on a full moon and then showed up to paint. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really funny. (laughs) I love that lady, though. I want her to keep going. It's like you can't make that up. No. Where in the world? She just... It's like she just wandered onto the stage. How did she make it? Like... (laughs) And they let her stay. And you know what's funny? One guy, uh, I, Andrew Yang, I appreciate his, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to wear a tie and I'm just going to shove my hands in the pockets of my ill-fitting pants and mm-hmm. just talk about giving everybody basic universal income. They never came back to him. They like let him talk two times and he just was like basically. Well, maybe inter- because the one time they're like, so this, and he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Are you ready? Like, we're going. This is your, this is it. Like, this is your moment. He's like, pardon? Like, what? What was that? It's like, dude, can you try to pay attention? Keep tracking. Uh, Meanwhile, the producer is in somebody's ear going, go back to the crazy lady. Go back to the author. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That was a real Royal Rumble. The second night we had less. Royal Rumble. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There were three guys actually on the first night that I can't, one was Inslee. One was Ryan. I think I know who Ryan is, and he seemed a little cranky and angsty, and also ill, like woefully unprepared. And he's the one that is he the one that seemed like he was truly arguing against all the other Democrats about like, Wasn't like that Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper is the one who's like no socialism here. And then Bernie, he's so. I mean, I loved how he's like ma. <laughs> He comes right out of the gate, just like yelling. <laughs> he, he he did well. Um, Elizabeth Warren, I thought, did really well. Yeah. Very presidential. 
Yeah, she did well, but all I kept thinking of was Kate McKinnon <laughs> from SNL. Like I couldn't stop thinking about like she's gonna Kate have a McKinnon great impression. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, like while Elizabeth Warren is doing Elizabeth Warren. Right. SNL has ruined me for these things because all I could think of is the parodies that would be possible, and like all I know is if author president makes it. It's going to be some good SNL for four years. <laughs> like, I wish SNL was going right now because I feel like that would have been a great... She would have made for great material. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like... Gosh, this happened last week, and so I'm a little... Yeah, I know. We did live tweet it. We did. So you can go back and look at her comments. You were on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Ryan... I, I can't remember. He was just mad all the time and also unprepared. Inslee, not sure which one he is. Okay, he, so I have the scorecard of their grades. Yeah. Um, A-Club was really trying to get some zingers in at the end, and then they would just interrupt her every time. Yeah. I liked her. I thought she was... But let's be honest. No one has... Have you ever heard anyone in Minnesota say, that's all foam and no beer? No. No one's ever said that. No one's ever said that. She made that up. I know. It's like, that's what we say back home. You know what? Come on. No one says that? No one. Okay, Kamala got an A. Julian Castro got an A. Oh, yeah. He he was just, he he was on fire. He did a great job, I thought. Um, So showing the political chops that put him in the mix for Hillary Clinton's 2016 running mate, he shined on the first night. His battle with Beto over decriminalizing immigration offenses created a breakthrough moment. Can he keep up the momentum and solidify his status as a first-tier candidate? Dun, dun, dun. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Elizabeth Warren received an A-. minus. Okay. Bernie got a B+. Plus. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's really good. That's really Bernie. Bernie Sanders, America's B+. Plus. Yeah. Mayor Pete got a B+. Plus. Cory Booker. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He seemed angry all the time. Oh, my gosh. His eyes were like... They were, like yeah. they were on fire. And I can just imagine his team backstage thinking, saying, we told him to smile more. Where's the charisma? Yeah. Again. Well, this is saying he got a B. Um, he made a favorable impression, particularly connecting abstract policy concerns to his lived experience, as with the problem of gun violence in his neighborhood in Newark. Yeah, but then he had that great moment where uh, Beto started speaking Spanish and they got his face and it was a face of, <laughs> no. wait a second. Yeah, no. not fair. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Bill de Blasio got a B. Um, okay, the best, who is this guy? Okay, so there was Eric Swalwell, which is a B. I don't know who that is. And I, I watched the whole thing. It sounds like he got a solid jab at Biden. Which one is the one his that kind of looks of like... passing the torch... Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. My first act in foreign policy were breaking up with Russia and making up with NATO. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard got a B. Kristen Hillebrand, Gillibrand, B minus. Jay Inslee. Okay, is Jay Inslee the one that was trying to explain what it's like to raise a black child <laughs> to the other people that were like... No, oh. that's Bill de Blasio, I thought. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you saying that? Like, you're you're trying to give yourself credibility. There are African-American people on the panel. It's because he couldn't speak Spanish. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Amy got a C+. Plus. Oh, well, it's, her zingers really got cut off. She had so many zingers, and they were just like... Hickenlooper got a C. 
Michael Bennett got a C minus. Michael Bennett? Who's that? Which um, one's the one that He's looks- a senator from Colorado. Okay. He offered a flavorless introduction. <laughs> His grade would be lower, except that he landed one clean blow on Biden, calling nonsense on the idea that Vice President had bested Republicans in the 2010. <laughs> we lost that economic argument. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Blah. Beto got a C minus. Andrew Yang got a C minus. That's yes. Yeah. Oh, this is what I said. Reddit's favorite candidate started off shakily. The first words he uttered Thursday night were, "I'm sorry." After not hearing the question, like, he uttered a measly 594 words. Yeah, I think you have to, like, jump in a lot or be... you got to be ready to go. Yeah. Okay, Joe Biden got a D plus. Delaney got a D. Oh, who's Delaney? Is, which one is the He's one He's the that... hardest worker in the field. He's been campaigning for going on two years, but it takes more than elbow grease to resonate with voters. Well, if no one knows who you are... He's a former he's... Maryland congressman... Okay. Um, Tim Ryan got a D minus. Marianne Williams got a WTF. <laughs> That's seriously what Marianne Williams is my favorite woman on earth right we now. We are not sure what to make of Mar- Williams's performance on Thursday night. <laughs> Speaking with a lifting mid-century accent, <laughs> the self-help guru made a series of bizarre points and references, ultimately arguing that love, not policy, will be the key to defeating Trump next November. That sounds like a bad plan. Though some will dismiss her as too out there to be taken seriously as a candidate, her first turn behind the podium got people talking. Yeah, keep her going. Which is what any long shot campaign needs most. Listen, comedy needs her. Keep her in the race. Let's all just make make some contributions to Marianne. What's her last name? Oh, gosh. Williams? Yeah. (laughs) Marianne Williams. I think for me it was like... I, I, I really liked Mayor Pete, and I really liked, uh, what's his name? Julian Castro. Yeah, they were great. I, there's still too many. Listen, whittle it down for me a little bit. I can't commit. Yeah. I can't commit. I know so, who I'm not liking. Mm-hmm. So, we already covered that. Um, it's, in other news, a thousand degrees in France right now. Is it? Did you not hear about no. this? There's a heat wave. So I had to do some Googling because Celsius is like some sort uh, of... <laughs> why did we have to go off on our own? The rest of the world. I Her- know, Harrison. I Harrison agree. agrees. Why? Maya? Let, let me just... He's so mad about Celsius right now. He's growling about it. He's like, stop bringing it up. Minus 49 divided by 8. Like No, what? no. This is how you get to it. Oh, I just learned this. You take Fahrenheit. Yeah. Multiply it by 9 fifths. No. Yep, and add 32. Just do that quick calculation. How in the hell do you even do that on a calculator? You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> How do you seriously multiply? Oh, I know. So what is it? 9 divided by 5 is 1. No, but wait, what was the... Okay, so you do... Okay, no, isn't this where you would put... Let's say it's 100 degrees. Isn't yeah. that where you'd put 100 over 1? You could, but you could turn 9 fifths into a decimal. Oh, no. I would do the other way. Cross multiply. <laughs> cross multiply. And cross, cross it all out and then work it through. Thanks, high school algebra. Yeah. Maybe that's third grade algebra. I can solve for X like a motherfucker. Me too. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Otherwise, so, Pythagorean theorem this. I don't remember it and I don't need it. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's it? That's an easy one. What's yeah. the one with the square root of blah of blue? Quadratic equation? Yeah. A plus B plus minus C. Get out of here, quadrads. 
You know who probably knows all this stuff? Andy Bach. Andy Bach, come come give us a math Andy lesson. Andy Bach, I wherever connect, you are. I tried to connect with him on LinkedIn. I haven't heard a peep. Oh. <laughs> We're going to get this momentum going. So in for ABOC to get back to us. I'm yeah. Just perfect. <laughs> Andy, AC hit us Sport. up. There's many different platforms so you can use. So it was like 114 degrees several days in a row. And I guess in I've never been to France because I don't have the desire. I don't know what's wrong with me. Everybody's like, Paris, Paris, woo, woo, woo. Not for me. Okay. I might go. I don't know. I'd rather go to the rest of France. It's just not on your like big, Top. big list. Yeah, I have a weird list though. So the... Apparently, not a lot of people have air conditioning because it doesn't really get that hot there. Okay. It's pretty... Plus old buildings. Right. Yeah. So... The like... HVAC systems are <laughs> not what they are here in the metro. Well, they only have a 30-hour work week there, so did yeah, you know that? Yeah, that's a cramp in everyone's style, <laughs> except for the people that live there. Uh, you're convincing me to move to France. Anyway. So are you telling me all the butter and cheese has been melting? Yes. 114 degrees, several days in a row. It was really, really, really but hot. But is it humid or not humid? Because that makes a big difference. I don't think it's humid. I think people okay. are just, it's like old people. I think two people had died. And one was like a 17-year-old doing farm work. And one was oh. like 90 years old. So it was one of those things. Okay, so the outliers. Yeah. Okay. And that could have been, I think Germany's having a heat wave too. So anyway. Global warming. Yeah. Trouble. We are in trouble. The sea, the sea rise is going to get us. It's not the heat. It's the sea rise, <laughs> sea level rise. It's going to get us. Seriously, Miami's going to be underwater. Um, it's a great city. Women's Cup. Tell. Do you, have you been paying attention? Nope. A little bit. A little bit. I've just been paying attention to the very headlines that made it through all of the clutter into like mainstream like what? pop culture like the woman and then the comment where the guy was like what's his name pierce morgan oh no he made some ter- you didn't hear about this no tell me what you know and i'll pull up the comments because i don't want to get it wrong okay so everybody was mad the usa women's cup team is again for the millionth year in a row killing it mm-hmm. and they had a game where they scored their I think it was Thailand, 13 to 0. And people were criticizing them that they were making too many goals. And that's unsportsmanlike. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. That's real. Yes. Your face is priceless, Who right? was criticizing? I'm a lot of people. Sports sportscasters. What are they supposed to do? I'm guessing most, be... mostly men. <laughs> oh, that is really rich. It's rich. So I don't know how that how you're supposed to reconcile that. Are you supposed to try less hard during a game? Excuse me? I I don't know what their point was. It's like Thailand maybe build a better team. That's the criticism. Nobody said this to the dream team in the Olympics when <laughs> no. you have Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Yeah. Like No. No one cares seems to worry about that. No. When that's ridiculous. Uh-huh. They weren't being nice ladies. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not. That's an actual thing. What did Pierce Morgan say? So. I'll tell you what else I know about this. So they're in the Whoa. they're in the final on Sunday. I don't know who they're playing. I don't like to watch sports on TV. Also, not a soccer fan. <laughs> but you have family that are, so you know a lot. Sure. 
I mean, my sister and uh, her husband and all their children are like big time. Yeah. Football fans. Football, as yeah, they call football. it in the rest of the world. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm okay. mostly. I'll tell you why I'm interested in this because the women's national team. Yeah. Has a lawsuit. They're suing um, USA Soccer or FIFA. I can't remember which one. Okay. Because they... So when they win a game, they make $4,900 per person. When the men, who are not very good, by the way, the men didn't even qualify for the World Cup last year and haven't won anything ever. They're the worst. They got a participation ribbon. They get $13,000 per game. When they win. So Amazing. those ladies make 39 cents per dollar that the men make. And they're winning. So the main argument against this is that men's soccer brings in more viewership and more money. So they should get paid more. I, yeah, I know. But you know what? So this comes up a lot with the WNBA. <coughs> and... By the way, only Minnesota sports team that has such a championship record in this town, our Minnesota Lynx. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. So the disparity between what the women professional basketball players make and the men is absolutely nuts. However, if you think about it from a business perspective, right, Mm -hmm. that sort of makes sense to me. Because of the fact is, like, unfortunately, the NBA is a big business mm-hmm. and generates a ton of money, right? Sure. Yeah. But the soccer thing, I don't quite understand because soccer, it seems like across the board, is big business. Well, let me tell you a fun fact. Yes, tell me. The women's World Cup soccer jersey right now yeah, is the highest selling soccer jersey on Nike.com ever. Yeah, so that right there tells me... That that's nonsense. You can't say the same thing about the WNBA. Whether it's right or wrong, it's not as popular. I've never, have... I've never watched a game. Are they on TV? Neither have I, and I haven't been to a game. Is it though... possible it's because they're not on TV? Do they're they not on TV. Te- Are they? Yeah, I don't know if they're on network, but I've seen oh, them. Oh, yeah. see. Okay, so to update you on the part that I see, which comes through pop culture, This talks about the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, yada, yada, yada. So Alex Morgan scored a goal that put the U.S. ahead. And then she did a celebration by simulating a sip of tea, which is so sweet. And here she is doing it. Okay, that's that's a funny... Okay. That's hilarious. But of course, you know, that brought a bunch of nose wrinkling across the pond. (laughs) England, England forward Leanne Sanderson called it, quote, distasteful. And Piers Morgan said, come on, at Lionesses, make these cocky yanks choke on it. <laughs> okay, well, that's rude. But what was... Choke sex? on what? Don't want to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then last week, he made a similarly snide sexist comment about another star, Megan Rapinoe who famously declared that her sh- team should win all, she would not be going to the, quote, fucking White House. <laughs> I like her already. This is her. After she proudly stretched both arms out wide, universal body language for how do you like me now, after scoring Team USA's, USA's first goal in the quarterfinal against France. And Pierce Morgan said, 
Miss Rapineau sure does love herself. <laughs> Can't wait to see our lionesses dent that stupendous ego. Oh, no. I mean, whatever, right? Do you think Pierce Morgan is a dick in real life? Or yeah. he just pretend he plays the character of a dick because that's how he makes money? I think money. both. Okay. Yeah, because he's buddies with you-know-who. <laughs> you-know-who. Yeah, you-know-who. President. Um, uh, here's something... So we we talked about American politics. Did you know? So Theresa May resigned. Okay. The prime minister of. <laughs> you don't know who that is. Nope. Okay, she's the prime minister. <laughs> she's the prime minister of England. Okay. And she had this whole Brexit snafu yes, yes, debacle. Yes. I did hear about. I'm this. not a hundred percent sure, and maybe I'll ask my cousins when I see them um, soon. There's something about Brexit that the EU doesn't want to... They're not budging on, and it has something to do with Northern Ireland and Ireland and the goods that go between. They'd have to, like, put up a border again, and also this is just, like, hearkening Mm. back to, like, sectarian violence in Ireland and Northern Ireland. Blah, blah, one's in the UK and one's not. Don't ask me. I don't know shit about Ireland. Mm -hmm. So... What's happening is the EU's like, yeah, we're not going for that. And she was like, well, I tried, you guys. She, like, tried a bunch of times. (laughs) And then she quit, which, uh, good for her. Take a walk in the woods. Live your best life. Now they have a choice between... He looks nuts. His name's Boris something. His I don't know what's going on with his hair. But he (laughs) (laughs) he's famous for saying stuff in Parliament that's just bananas. Have you ever watched Parliament? Yes. It is. They're yelling at each other all the time. So awesome. <laughs> Maybe that's the way it should be. Maybe Congo should be more yelling and less. I love like, it. It's so good. Parliamentary procedure. Did you find Boris? I'm looking for him. <laughs> it seems to be there's, yeah. He's in the Tory party. And I'm, listen, I don't Wig know. Wig and a Tory? I don't know what the other one is. It, I don't know what the other. I thought I'm, it was Wigs and Tories. I don't know. Sorry, British cousins. We're really, really bad at this. Listen, we have our own shit storm over here to deal with. Are the Tories the Republicans? I don't know. <laughs> Wigs and Tories. So, Parliament, this guy's like, pew, 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 pew. And then his opponent, they're both promising that they're going to get what they want from the EU. They're like, no, we're going to get what we want. And Brexit's Brexit deal, we're going to both make... Amazing Brexit deals. And the EU is still like, yeah, we already told you no like 10 times on that one thing about Ireland. So like, let's move on. And these two guys are both running. So they're going to have some kind of election. What's wrong with the world today? I don't know. What's wrong with the world today? (laughs) It's like our song we wrote. Remember that? Yes. So just in case anyone doesn't know this, Aerosmith stole... (laughs) Our work. <laughs> Frankly, we're ready for our payout anytime now. Joe Perry. Yeah. I mean, the song, what's the damn name of the, even the song that they stole? It wasn't our name. Living on the Edge? Yeah. So Maya and I wrote Living on the Edge. <laughs> okay. In and, the locker room at yeah. AHS. Yes, we had a different kind of tone. Also different words. Many of the same words. Many of the same words. The same concept. Okay. Instead of what something's wrong with the world today, we what's said, wrong with the world today? Okay, <laughs> you know we were more like a talking heads kind of version. Yeah. Then 
Months. We're cruising along on 36th Avenue in Maya's mm-hmm. Honda. Yep. And what happens? We hear from the speakers blasting out Steven Tyler. Singing our song. Singing our song. <laughs> Once again, the patriarchy wins. <laughs> they must have had some sort of listening device in the girls' locker room cool. of Armstrong's senior not high. cool at all. It sounds like the Wigs and the Tories. It sounds like there's a lot of information on www. <laughs> dot parliament dot uk and there's photos of like old timey <laughs> so okay I, those I think people are this, from the 1400s I think this is a very good ref- reflection of the chaos that I, is happening i just want you to see i i think wigs and tories i thought that was like what did they call it's a slanderous term apparently oh how oh. from like who knows? James the first. I don't know. James the first. That's like the 1500s. <laughs> yeah. They're just so weird over there. What's the difference between Wigs and Tories? Boris Johnson. That's who it is. No wonder I didn't remember his name. Okay, I'm going to show you this guy's nuts hair. This person named like Tatiana answered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wigs and the Tories were two parties formed in the late 17th century. This is Boris Johnson. Oh, look at his hair. <laughs> He's got like a Trump style happening. Yeah, Boris Johnson. He's a special Can he person. Can smooth that down a little? Or? No, no, he cannot. Okay. No, ma'am. And he, he he has some interesting clips. I can't remember some of the quotes, but they're, it's pretty much insane. So he's running for... Prime what, Minister? Prime Minister. All I remember is Tony Blair. That's when I stopped paying attention. When was that? 2004? I mean, he was around during the Diana era, so yeah, it's been a while. Tony Blair. Oh, he went to, he was like, Iraq War, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. He was like besties with Diana. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Okay. That's when I stopped paying attention. <laughs> the early aughts, as they say. You know what I love about UK newspapers? They have regular news, and then there's just boobs in the paper next to... They know how to sell a newspaper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free the nipple. Hashtag free the nipple. Oh, Maya. Yes. I'd like to bring a topic up that could be quite controversial, but I just feel the need to discuss it. You're always so controversial. And being that it's, you know, 4th of July-ish time... Not when this is out, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually topical as well. Yes. Colin Kaepernick. I thought you were going to say Colin Firth, and I was like, I know very little about him except for Bridget Jones's diary. Colin Kaepernick yes. and the shoes. Yes. Do you know about Colin Kaepernick? Yes. Okay. So here's what's going on. Nike mm-hmm. was going to release some special edition America's Birthday Shoes. Mm-hmm. With the, and I'm using air quotes, Betsy Ross mm-hmm. flag, mm-hmm. which is from 1776. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick was like, hold up, friends. That is endorsing, that is celebrating a flag that was around when slavery was happening. And I don't think we should be like, was that the dog? <laughs> he just had fun at the he door. He just ran into the door with his head. Oh, boy. Oh, buddy. Seems Harrison has left the room. He's upset about. He doesn't want to talk about shoes. this. He's a big Kaepernick fan. Anyway, so Nike recalled the shoes, and it's unclear whether dun 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 any of the shoes they got all the shoes back. Like some of the shoes could have been sold. Right. 
So here's the thing I just watched about on the news about the Betsy Ross flag. That's why I put it in quotes. Mm-hmm. This flag historian is saying the stars in the circle is bullshit. That never happened. Hmm. And Congress designated there should be 13 stripes, mm-hmm. alternating red and white. Mm-hmm. And a field of blue with 13 stars. But they did not say what pattern the stars should be in. So this guy's got like 85 flags that some of them are just like stars all over the place. <laughs> some of them have okay. stars in a star pattern. Some have like, one did have a circle, but it had a star in the middle. So that Betsy Ross, and then they're saying Betsy Ross really didn't have that much to do with the flag. So they're trying to take that away from her. Basically, mm-hmm. this flag historian's like, this is all hype. She wasn't, she didn't help. She didn't do anything. Yeah, right. She just sewed some thread and had nothing to do with the design of the flag, blah, blah, blah. So that apparently, like Abraham Lincoln's hat, that flag is actually not a thing, according to Great. this flag historian. So it begs the question, why mm-hmm. is Nike putting these on the shoes again? What? History? America? Yeah. They're like, let's celebrate? Mm Mm-hmm. So. I mean, to be fair, I did just think this as I was getting into my car in the parking lot of I don't know what. I just remember I was getting into my car and I thought, you know what? Founding fathers, they didn't know everything and also had a lot of flaws. Mm Mm-hmm. And they built into the Constitution the ability to amend it because yes. I think that they had the foresight mm-hmm. even though they were flawed human beings some of them owning other human beings George Correct. Washington I'm talking about you and they had they're like listen we don't know everything and we can't see the future yeah and also they had already been through it with England so they're like and they had felt that oppression yeah and so they wanted to make sure that that wasn't going to happen but so, yes they weren't perfect people no, but they were like, we're going to make this so you can amend this yes. document. So when people are like, I'm a strict constitutionalist, yeah, I think it should be right. interpreted the way it was written. Again, they were, didn't. They didn't think that. They didn't think that. They were like, we're going to allow for this to be amended. Yeah. They couldn't foresee. I mean, and think about it. They had all these guys together, right? Mm-hmm. And they were still like, we don't know. We yeah. don't know everything. Yeah. So this Which is, is clear because they were slave owners. Correct. Um, I guess for me, what I would like to speak to on this is this phenomenon by where people get outraged by things like the Colin Kaepernick, the whole activism of Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Well, those people are just dumb. I know, but this whole thing... <laughs> But there are truly people that like, so this is my stance on it, mm-hmm. basically, like in a nutshell, if you come to me and you say like, this is my experience, yes, I don't have any reason to argue with you that that's your experience. If somebody as a black person says, this is, this is offensive to me and this is why, uh-huh. that's real for them. Yeah. And it's not my right, it's not my place to say it is or it isn't. Yeah. So why, though, do some people get so incensed and feel like they have to, like, argue about this? And to me, the whole Colin Kaepernick, like, 
situation, the way he did this kneeling, mm-hmm. all of his activism, mm-hmm. to me is like the most like American possibility there is. Because here he is. Right. He's actually standing <coughs> up for what he believes in. Well, he was kneeling. Yes, kneeling for <laughs> what he believes in. Well played, Maya. Against all this persecution. And to the... To his career, basically. Yeah. And it's actually not about the national anthem or the flag. It's no. actually about police brutality no. and the treatment of black people in America. Right. Um, but the irony, so what you're saying is, I feel the same way. It's super ironic when people are like, America, we, it's about freedom and people fighting for our freedom. But then they don't like, they don't want anyone to express yeah their views and have the freedom to express their views they're like we we understand that you're upset about this but you should find a more respectful way to express your views listen that you know what that means that's code for just be quiet we don't want to see this it makes us uncomfortable right so more respectful that's yeah, means not, hidden. Yeah, don't just. I don't, don't want to see hear, it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. And the whole like football thing, like it's like, oh, I don't want my my nacho eating to be interrupted with some like. Let me ask like, you a question. Yes. Here's a thought, and I don't know if this has come up. So they said viewership of the NFL after all of the kneeling went down, uh-huh. and that sponsors were pulling out or upset that the viewership went down, and they were saying the viewership went down because people were upset about the kneeling. What if the viewership went down because people were like, oh, I'm supporting these players. I'm not going to watch football because yes. football is trying to crush their freedom of expression. Right. And also, they kicked him out, they kicked him out yeah. and, and took his career away. Exactly. Maybe some people weren't watching football because of that. Exactly. So, I don't know. I always think it's weird, too, that they call... People who own football teams owners mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. basketball. And I think the NFL came out and they're like, we're not going to call people owners anymore. They're like the chairman of the board. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I was watching the draft this year. Um, actually, no, I was watching the combine. What's and the combine? The combine is when all of the players that are going to be rookies or wanting to be rookies uh-huh. come and they work out. For all the coaches, and they do all these drills, okay. and they run the 40, and they do all this stuff, and they basically get, like, scored and rated, and all the coaches can see how they perform. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's just, that's the precursor to the draft, okay? Right. So you want to have a really good performance at the Combine. Sure. It's really interesting to watch. Um, I love watching, like, the young guys, um, just their raw talent. It's really fun to see them and whatever. But this, like, the thing where, like, what you said about the ownership Mm -hmm. is troubling to me. Mm -hmm. And this was no, this is, like, made my skin, like, a little bit, like, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. So there was a guy on the combine, and he was a beast. Like, a beast. Mm -hmm. It was just amazing, right? And the analyst said, yeah, this kid, you know, he's amazing. You know what you're buying, here and it's like i know right that's gross and this is like a young african-american kid like Mm -hmm. like that's and it wasn't like he's it slipped like it was that wasn't controversial Mm -hmm. that didn't come up 
you know, it didn't take a, make a Twitter firestorm. Like that was just like, that's, that's the way it is. Yeah. And that makes me sad because these young men like are, they're treated, they are like their product, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if they all like, they believe that and they feel that, you know, they're told this and they're told that and like, it's a business and like, it's just icky. And hearing that said, I was just like, ugh. If, I feel like if you're more upset by someone kneeling during a song, mm-hmm. looking at a piece of cloth, than you are about people being killed, unarmed people being killed because of the color of their skin, there's yeah. really something wrong with you. True. Like, if you're burning up your Nikes, <laughs> P.S. Nike already got that money, dum-dum. If you're burning up your Nikes because yeah. you're upset uh-huh. that someone who's really... Um, invested in the improving america yeah i know and (laughs) i mean this reminds me of a hilarious meme that was like okay roger (laughs) you are and it was like okay middle-aged like white guy with those like white big white like new balances yeah and they're like oh okay roger you're boycotting (laughs) nike like Okay, well, we'll try to make it without you. Like, <laughs> you're not exactly our target, so fine. Right, and Nike's stock is up, and Nike's doing great and fine, yeah. so. And also, selling the Women's World Cup t-shirt. There we go. Nike's Full the winner circle. this week. Nike is the winner. So, good. I mean, good for them for taking a loss. I'm sure they can... What do they do? Can you recycle those shoes? Just put them in a big thing that chops them up? Do you know what they probably do? What? They possibly... Did you know that all of the, you know that like the Super Bowl merch where it says like Super Bowl champions, yes. the shirts and the hats, yeah, you know that those are printed obviously because you're smart enough to know this. For both teams ahead of time. Yes. And then do you know what they do with the one, the loser stuff? <laughs> Throw it into a volcano? They send it to like Ghana <laughs> or whatever. I was going to guess that. So like maybe that's where all the Nikes go. I... I think they're in a vault somewhere and they're just, maybe they're going to throw them. I'm just imagining like a giant furnace. Yeah. They're just going to toss them all in there. They're, or like something that chops them up and then they make them into better. Or tires. Recycle shoes. Tires. They can make them into tires. <laughs> Why not? Nike tires. I'll take a pair or a quad. I did recently just buy a Nike shirt and Nike shoes. I love just do it. And I do too. Okay, but don't get me started on AT&T using Nike font and having the tagline at the end of the commercial and the first word is just, what the fuck? They should fire, Not okay. They should fire their agency. That's terrible. It's can't, It can't be an accident. No. It's, well, and I think I do see a lot of, listen, we could have an hour-long podcast on plagiarism and... We could have an hour-long podcast on fonts, because I love fonts. <laughs> I know, me too. I actually work with a bunch of people who we basically should have called our agency hate machine, because we hate everything. <laughs> and all we talk about is how terrible fonts are, and how the kerning isn't appropriate or done properly. And it, if you're going to get real into kerning... <laughs> I don't know what kerning is. Kerning is like the space between the letters. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, and that's important. It's nerd stuff. I love it. I know. I saw a billboard the other day and I was like, oh, that makes me want to throw up. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, when we're walking down the street, he's like, 
You love that font. <laughs> we were just in New Ulm yesterday. New Ulm, whoa, Minnesota. Whoa. I know. Very German town. Everything's Did German Did you have there. a Braunschweiger? A what? A bratwurst? No. We had a the option. Schnitzel? Of, we had an option of having bratwurst, but the hamburger looked better. But okay. I did put sauerkraut on my hamburger. Good. So we went there, and every business in the town has committed to using the same old-timey German font, no, no matter what the business is. Seriously? Yes. So the, oh. the old-timey German restaurant, uh-huh. what's the name of the German restaurant? Vigels? No. Is it called Einstein Dry? No. Fear <laughs> Poom? Is uh. it called Muti? No. Muti's house, H-A-U-S? Meine, meine Fati heißt Peter Weiss. My meine Fati heißt Herr Peter Weiss. Meine Muti heißt. <laughs> my father's name is Peter White. It's not Peter White. I know, no. I used to say that because I thought, I didn't understand that that was a name. Well, the old-timey beer hall, German beer hall, has the same font outside as the brand new vape store. The vape store is like, we are... Oh! <laughs> We were also committed to this old time yes. German font. They're like Gutenberg Bible, Martin Luther. Yes, please. Let's just oh all use the same. Oh my god! <laughs> the vape store. Yeah. So it was fun. We saw some polka bands and uh, some brass bands. And did you see fireworks? No. Or I. Here's what we decided yesterday. Okay. It's not that we don't like fireworks. Mm-hmm. They're enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's the rigmarole. Oh, yeah. The parking. Uh-uh. The finding a spot. Uh-huh. The after. Oh. Forget it. You're in traffic. Forget it. No. Unless I can see them from my deck. <laughs> yeah. We always go to Music in Plymouth for fireworks. Uh-huh. And they have the best fireworks in all of the land. And all of the land. we ride our bikes there. So... We don't have to deal with, you know, traffic cars. Riding your yeah. bike. Yes. And at Target, I didn't, this year it was a different situation. I had Austin drop me off. However, I did purchase something at Target called Party Bike. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased the last two Party Bikes. What is Party Bike? Party Bike, I'm glad you asked, is a package of rope lights that you put on your bike to make it a party bike. Oh my god! There are three party settings. It has different settings? Yes. For the colors? Party settings. <gasps> what are the party settings? I don't know. I haven't opened them yet, but I can't wait. I'm, I'm, so I have two. They were the last two at Target. I purchased them. Yes. And I'm having the same feeling that I've had, you know, over like some things of the like clothing that I love. Yeah. Whereby I'm like... I want to use party bike, but I also don't want party bike to ever wear out. Oh no! So I'm I'm like saving party bike for what? That's like saving your good china. I'm saving it for just the right occasion whenever party, party bike's gonna need to come through. Is party bike expensive? No, nine ninety nine. Well, then order some more on the internet, and then when you, it's like a good pair of pants where you're like, oh, yeah. oh I'm gonna get these in five colors. Yeah, and the ones that I got are red lights, which isn't my favorite. <laughs> but, you know. Okay. I would have rather had blue or purple. Oh, I, I was imagining chosen. it's multicolor, or you could, like, no. change the colors. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's an LED-based situation. So if you ever see someone rolling through, mm. and you see Party Bike coming through, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh, well... I don't think we have anything else to say. No, we've talked about... I mean, it was America's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we talked about patriotism. We, we recapped all the politics. This was a very, like, 4th of July episode without 
even trying. Yeah, to it be. turns out we don't know. We know very little. <laughs> Not only American politics, but even less about British politics. Oh yeah, we know. We don't know much about American politics, but the tiny bit that we know about British politics, yeah. aka Parliament. Is really stunning. But you now you know that guy Boris Johnson has crazy hair, so whenever you see him, you'll I'll probably know who he is. Yeah, you'll see him everywhere now. Well, what do you think? Should we plug the fridge back in? I think so. <laughs> I think it's time. Okay, well, we've learned a lot. We've laughed, <laughs> we've cried. We're gonna plug the fridge back in now so that my and Tyler's food don't spoil. Yeah, and I think everybody should just, if you have party bike, use it. Don't save that party bike. Get some more. Don't save party bike. Get some more. Buy more. This is the future. You can go on Amazon and buy more party bike this afternoon. Use that party bike. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please, please subscribe. We are on iTunes. We are everywhere. We are on Spotify. We are on iHeart. We are on Google Play. We're all over the place. SoundCloud is where we're out of as well. Mm -hmm. Please follow us. Give us you know five star reviews so we can get in there and climb the ranks of the podcast world and big time shout out to whoever all these people are listening in ireland yeah australia yes india mexico mexico we have international listeners aim that is truly amazing and please please hit us up tell us a little bit about yourselves yeah we could feature you on a on a future episode just kind of getting to know our are you know fellow 77ers all over the world it's crazy it's amazing i think this is a good one it was yeah so follow us on facebook insta and twitter at the spirit of 77 good job oh. Oh.